Howdy bowdy, riffers. This is David Sanchez, and this is episode 39 of the Riffs or Die podcast for June 3rd, 2021. As always, if you want to support the podcast beyond just listening, you can go to riffsordie.com or become a patron on patreon.com slash riffsordie. Please make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, share the podcast with your friends and family, and there are a bunch of clips now on the Riffs or Die YouTube channel. Many, many more to come, but they take some time to get together, so expect those soon. But there is some content there that's more bite-sized that you can easily share with people. So check that out. Riftsordie.com. All the links are there. Hope you're doing well. I hope you're not in as much hot water as Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh, Jesus. Eventually, the truth comes out. If you haven't heard, some of the dude's emails got leaked, and there is some pretty damning content in there. Now, I have to wonder what was in his emails that we did not get to see. Surely, there is even more damning evidence in there, but it's being withheld, I'm sure. Surely. The U.S. government has a great track record of covering up evidence that makes them look bad. So I'm sure there is much more out there to discover. But even with the revelations that have been dropped and made public, there is some very damning content in there. Namely, some of the emails sent to Fauci that essentially say, Here's the evidence that COVID-19 was cooked up in a lab, complete with the recipe to make it. And an email that was sent from Anthony Fauci to someone named Sylvia Burwell, who, according to Wikipedia, is an American government and nonprofit executive who has been the 15th president of American University, and she earlier served as the 22nd United States Secretary of Health and Human Services. And she was also the director of the White House Office of Management and Budget. So a fairly important figure. And Dr. Fraudchi, I mean Fauci, responded to her email that was titled A Couple of Quick Questions. He sent this email to her on February 5th, 2020. So just about a month before lockdown started. And he said, Sylvia. Masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infection to people who are not infected, rather than protecting uninfected people from acquiring infection. The typical mask you buy in the drugstore is not really effective in keeping out virus, which is small enough to pass through the material. It might, however, provide some slight benefit and keep out gross droplets if someone coughs or sneezes on you. I do not recommend that you wear a mask particularly since you are going to a very low-risk location. Your instincts are correct. Money is best spent on medical countermeasures such as diagnostics and vaccines. Safe travels. Best regards. Tony! Well, well, well. I guess there were some amazing revelations and scientific breakthroughs about how masks work. Between February of 2020... And just a few months later, (laughs) 
had masks around for a long time, had viruses around for even longer. And somehow, the science on masks and viruses changed at the beginning of the pandemic. Interesting, to put it lightly. A couple of my favorite analogies that I've heard for masks being used to stop virus spread is it's like trying to stop a bird from flying through the Grand Canyon. Or it's like trying to keep mosquitoes out with a chain link fence. These are both pretty funny ways to put it when you're talking about how small a viral particle is versus the size of the holes in masks. Like trying to keep mosquitoes out with a chain link fence. Yeah, that sounds about right. Funny, not funny. Funny, not funny. Kind of funny. Kind of not funny. But given how many lives have been affected and uh, how many lives have been destroyed over what's been going on for the last year and a quarter, I think it's safe to say that maybe that dude should go to prison. Maybe that dude should be tried for treason against the country. What do you think? Now, again, I can only imagine the stuff that is in his emails that we didn't get to see. But that's the big news of the week. If you didn't know, now you do. So I spoke at an event last weekend here in Hawaii. I was asked to speak at a meeting of the Aloha Freedom Coalition. It's a bunch of freedom-loving people here in Hawaii on the island of Oahu. And I was asked to speak about vaccine passports. So I obliged them. And on Saturday, I gave a speech in front of, I think about 100 people were there. And it went well. I actually got a partial standing ovation, which was very cool. And I made some people laugh. I think I educated a few people and... A lot of what I said was practically preaching to the choir because a lot of these people that were there in attendance are already kind of on the same page as me and very against vaccine passports. But I'm going to play you guys a clip of the audio from my speech. And if you would like to see the video of it, I will have that on the Riffs or Die YouTube channel. So if you want to see the video and be able to share it with your friends and family or whatever, look up Riffs or Die on YouTube and find that video. So I'm going to play you guys the clip here, and then we're going to dive into a couple of emails afterward. Now, when I gave this speech, I actually had more that I wanted to say, but due to time constraints, I could only get through so much of it. But even with that said, I think I got the most important things out of my brain and into other people's ears. So anyway, here's my speech that I gave last weekend. We're going to come right back here after it's over. Enjoy. He resides in Colorado and Denver. Um, His name is David Sanchez. He's the lead singer of a heavy metal band called Havoc. And he's traveled internationally. He's been to over 70 countries. 
So I looked him up, and one of his videos has five and a half million views. There's interviews with him all over the place. Um, he has his uh, most recent release. It's called V. It was released last year. And some of the songs have interesting names. Post-Truth Era, Fear Campaign, Betrayed by Technology, Merchants of Death, Don't Do It. I can only imagine what that one means. And I looked at some of his shirts because he has some, some nice swag also. And what did it say? It said, um, I can't find it right here. It said something like, think, well, it's still legal or something like that. So he has some, some pretty nice clothes and whatnot. So he shares wise, thoughtful insight with a genuine, compassionate heart in his music and on his podcast platform. We're certainly honored to have him here. Give him a warm aloha, please, David Sanchez. First of all, thank you to the Aloha Freedom Coalition for inviting me to speak. I'm happy to be here and happy to be around free thinkers and people that believe in the ideas of liberty. So I've got some notes here. I'm not going to be reading off of these verbatim, but I can ramble on and on all day about some of this stuff, and I didn't want to uh, get off track. So it doesn't take a rocket surgeon to figure out that something is not right here in the Covidian Empire. We're living in a, we're practically living in a sci-fi comedy. But it's not science fiction, it's science non-fiction. I like to call this Sinofi. We're living in a Sinofi story. We're living in a time where I think it's more dangerous to stay quiet than to speak out. And what am I doing to make a change? Well, I've been yelling about liberty and freedom for many, many years. I've done it in over 70 countries. I've been all over the world many times. And uh, this is not a new idea to me. This is stuff that I believe in and I've believed in since I was a little kid. I play in a band called Havoc from Denver, Colorado. If you want to look it up, it's H-A-V-O-K, because uh, we went to public education schools. I also host a podcast called Riffs or Die, where I riff on topics. Now, personally, I think that you should be allowed to do basically whatever you want, as long as you're not infringing on the rights of other people. Essentially, the idea of maximum freedom, as long as it's not hurting anyone. I've sung a song on stage many, many times called Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death, because that's what I believe in. Now, art influences culture. Art impacts people in a really interesting way. Art is more effective than a political scientist giving lectures. And art can bypass preconceived mental barriers and cut straight to the subconscious level. I think you can make a better point in three minutes with a song than through three hours of debate. Ideas are infectious and can change the world. Ideas can change the world. I'll read you a quote here. It, uh, it says, the mind once stretched by a new idea never returns to its original dimensions. 
Now the social engineers want to control you and their number one tool, their number one weapon is fear. The new fear campaign is that you must get vaccinated so that you can have a vaccine passport. There's a big problem with that. Not everyone can or will get vaccinated. They're leaving no room for discussion for people with religious exemptions, pro-life people who don't want aborted fetal tissue inside of their body, vegans who don't want animal tissue inside of their body, people who are allergic to the compounds that are in the serum, and people that have had previous adverse reaction to vaccines. I was talking with a fan of mine who is a paraplegic for the rest of his life because of his MMR vaccines when he was a kid. He will never walk because of vaccinations. And you're going to tell him that he has to get a COVID vaccine? It doesn't get much more evil. So the fact of the matter is you cannot vaccinate everyone. Now let's not forget that medical intervention is the third leading cause of death in America. Medical intervention is the third leading cause of death in the U.S. Most people don't know that. Why don't they know that? Because Big Pharma is the ones paying the bills for the mainstream media. They're not going to allow programs that go on there and tell people about their shortcomings. Now the social engineers already control our lives through debt, fractional reserve banking, market manipulation, inflation, poisoning our food, poisoning our water, a corrupt political system, a rigged education system, a rigged medical system, psychotropic drugs, and brainwashing via the mainstream media. And now they want even more control. We don't have to give them more control. They don't deserve it. This is medical tyranny. We owe it to ourselves and all future generations to resist this plunge into technocratic dystopia. What's being proposed with these vaccine passports is the end of human autonomy. The fork in the road ahead of us will not only decide our fate and people that are here today on this planet, but the fate of all future generations of humankind. The choice is freedom or slavery. Freedom or slavery is the option. Now, a lot of people say, come on, Vaccine passports have been around for years. Like, you need vaccines to go to Brazil. You need vaccines to go to other countries. Yeah, that is true. But there's a big difference between that, which we've already had for many years, and what is being proposed today. What's being proposed today is not about travel. It's about limiting your ability to participate in civilized society. Vaccine passports could affect your access to food, banking, supplies, school, work, mass gatherings, sporting events, concerts, etc. The best slave is one that does not know they're a slave. A mere 156 years ago, slaves in the United States had to show their papers to prove that they had the freedom of movement on and off the plantations owned by their master. This is the same exact form of oppression that took place during slavery in the USA and Nazi Germany in the 1930s and 40s. We have to resist vaccine passports at all costs. 
Asimov said, the saddest aspect of life right now is that science gathers knowledge faster than society gathers wisdom. Our technology far exceeds our wisdom, and we need to navigate the future wisely. We carry supercomputers in our pockets that, we can, that, that can see and hear and track our every movement at all times. That's a fact. Now, why would anyone want to voluntarily make the surveillance even more invasive? I can't think of any reason that people would want even more intense surveillance today. But here we are. Now, the digital vaccine passports are all about your data. It's speculated that other functionality can be added onto the back end of this technology in a matter of minutes. Not only will it have your health set, health status, but it may also be extended to include your social security number, banking information, cryptocurrencies, credit score, credit history, transaction history, geolocation, social media accounts, online search history, contacts list, emails, etc. With the flip of a switch, this stuff could be implemented because it's digital. You think that these big tech companies can't figure this out? This is literally no different than the Chinese social credit system. Yeah. China already has over a billion people in its country on the social credit system. And China has a camera for every four people in their country. The facial recognition technology and government databases combined allow the Chinese government to find any dissident in five minutes. How can they do this? Through mass data collection. Now this is what is being proposed to come here in the US, and it's coming here if we allow it. These vaccine passports would violate our Fourth Amendment right to be secure in our persons, houses, papers, and effects. It would violate our Fifth Amendment right. It would not allow us to remain silent when it comes to our health situation. It violates plenty of other things. But you can do your own research on that. Now, if we give big government and corporations and tech companies access to our health records and all of our personal data, it is possible that they don't do anything with it. But I think it's very unlikely. I think it's more likely that the information will be used against you. They want to create a two-tiered society with a caste system. The haves and the have-nots. People that have been vaccinated and people that haven't. This is already being implemented in other places. Fans of mine have wrote to me. From New Zealand, someone said that stores and restaurants are already require QR codes proving that you're vaccinated to enter. In Brazil, a fan to me, a fan wrote to me and said people are being arrested for going to work or inviting their family members to their house. Not allowed to work unless you're vaccinated. Think of all the stuff you put in to getting a job, especially if it's a career job. All the training, education, cost of the training and the education, finding the right job, finally getting hired, and then doing a good job to make sure that you don't get fired. And all of that out the window because you fused because you refuse to get an experimental vaccination. It's insane. When people ask you if you're vaccinated, you should ask them, do you have genital herpes? <laughs> They'll 
probably look at you confused and say, that's ridiculous, it's none of your business. And you can say, exactly. My personal health status is none of your business. So our freedom is under attack. It's super valuable and it's worth consideration. If we sign away our rights to our health privacy, we will likely never get that freedom back. Governments around the world have a long history of taking away rights and then never returning them. This would be the final nail in the coffin for our liberty, personal freedom, and our privacy. Now these are not tinfoil hat conspiracy theories. This is what's actually being discussed by the people that pull the levers of power in our society. We cannot let this happen here. Absolutely not. And maybe none of this stuff, none of these dangerous things I'm talking about happen. Maybe they don't happen. And nothing really changes that much. But what if I'm right? What if some of these things do happen? That's the end of freedom forever. The only way to avoid this Orwellian nightmare is to change the narrative. This is why art and freedom of expression are so important. We should not be afraid to sound the alarm on the dangers of vaccine passports because it's literally a matter of freedom versus slavery. Now, how can we change the narrative? You can share videos, podcasts, songs, articles, artwork. Ideas are infectious. We have the ability to change the way people think by sharing new information with them. Now, even if a person gets vaccinated, that's their personal choice. Freedom of choice is a beautiful thing. The real danger to us is not the vaccine necessarily, it's the vaccine passport is the real danger. People who are vaccinated should even be against these vaccine passports because it means the end of privacy. If the majority of the population understands how dangerous these passports are, they won't be implemented. So spread the knowledge, we can't be afraid. Knowledge is power and it's the only thing that's gonna save us. Ignorance is our enemy. Now is not the time to be shy with our ideas. We need to speak up or we may be doomed forever. We have to share the ideas of freedom and liberty whenever and wherever possible because we are sleepwalking over the edge of a cliff. And if we don't wake up, it's gonna to be too late. Things are moving fast, they're accelerating. We can't stay silent about this stuff. We have to speak up because the hour is getting late. I want to leave you guys with a quote that many of you are probably familiar with from Ben Franklin. He said, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. Do not give up your liberty for the illusion of safety. Thank you very much for having me. Well, what do you think? Agree or disagree? If you want to share your thoughts, you can always shoot me an email at podcast at riftsordie.com. Hit me up. I love hearing from you guys. And speaking of, let's dive into some of the emails that I received from you guys over the last couple weeks. Now, the last time I read some emails, I got an email from a listener in Israel 
and I asked him, what is the situation with vaccine passports out there in Israel? Please write in. And he did write in, and uh, I didn't get to the emails on the last episode, and between then and now, things have changed in Israel. So he wrote in again with an update on the situation out there. It says, Hey, David. Had lots of fun on the Zoom Hangout. Me too. And by the way, if you want access to the Zoom Hangouts, we do them once a month. And all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash riffs or die and sign up at the $10 level or higher, and you will have access to the Zoom Hangouts. Back to the email. It says, definitely we'll show up for more. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Looking forward to it. Some updates regarding the restrictions in Israel and the vaccine passport policy. So, as of now, June 1st, 2021, all restrictions are lifted except for one. Masks in closed places are still mandatory. Other than that, literally two days ago was the state soccer cup finals and tens of thousands gathered at the stadium. Side note, this happened not a mile away from my home and my hometown team won for the first time in a decade. I don't know how I managed to hold off the cheers during the Zoom hangout. (laughs) Regarding leaving the country, though, which is a subject that particularly annoys me, the airport and airline companies are giving citizens a hard time. Imagine regular airport security checks before traveling, but quadrupled. They ask where you're going, what you plan on doing, who you're meeting up with, a bunch of stuff. Why do you care? Do you want to ask me how my shit was this morning? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. It just feels scary. Yes, it does. I don't know of anyone who specifically wasn't given consent to leave after all these checks, but it just doesn't feel right. No argument for me here. Diving back into the email, he says, Now let me sum up the last few emails I sent you in order to truly give you the idea of what's happening here. The crime minister... I mean, Prime Minister is charged with fraud and breach of trust. Instead of conceding to the court, he attacks all democratic institutions in the country like independent media, the quote-unquote left, which is simply anyone not supporting him, and now this questioning before leaving the state? The state of the state, haha, is deteriorating fast. Although now he's scared shitless, because some other politicians are close to successfully form a coalition without him. Oh, but don't worry about it, because at least vaccine passports are meaningless now, right? Take care, dude. Sorry for the nagging. (laughs) You're not nagging me at all. I love it. I love your little joke here. The crime minister, I mean prime minister, corrupt politicians in the highest levels. I live in America. That seems to be the norm here. And from what I know about the world, it seems to be a pretty common thread all over the planet. Sad but true. Well, I'm elated personally that you guys are no longer trying to do the vaccine passport thing. I am stoked that it failed miserably and crashed and burned. That is awesome. What a great step in the right direction. I really hope that things go that way here. With one difference, I would like to see them not even attempted here. 
I would like to see it just never come to fruition. That would be the most ideal. But thank you for writing in and sharing that great news. That gives the rest of us a lot of hope for the future of freedom, for the future of privacy. That is awesome to hear. Woo! Freedom feels good. FFG! All right, this next email here says, Hey, David. Man, a lot of these emails start with that phrase. Weird. I love listening to the podcast with my dad, and Havoc has been my favorite band since we saw you guys open for Anthrax in March of 2018 in Rochester, New York. Awesome. Thanks for listening. That's really cool with your dad. Says, We just listened to Podcast 36, and I liked what you had to say about technology having positive and negative effects. I just wrote a paper on that concept for school. We hope to see you guys soon with no mask or vaccine in the near future. Well, I hope I can be seen in the near future without a mask or a vaccine needed. And yeah, technology being a double-edged sword, I can easily see how you would write papers about that for school. Now, with technology being a double-edged sword, we have to express gratitude, or at least be stoked on the things that are positive that come from technology. For example, you're listening to this right now. Thanks, nerds. And for the negatives of technology, I think it's wise that we don't dwell on them, but we just pay attention and take notice. I think it's good to keep tabs on those things. But with technology, we have so many things to be grateful for. For instance, we have air conditioning, Cars, airplanes, running water, plumbing, computers, Wi-Fi, phones, FaceTime, video games, documentaries, rock and roll, refrigeration. The list goes on and on and on. So much to be grateful for. That's the stuff we should focus on a little more often than the dangers just for the sake of our own happiness. But those dangers should not be ignored. Absolutely not. You have to keep an eye on those things so that they don't go wild and out of control. But the more grateful you are, the more happiness you're going to have in your life. Never forget it. Gratitude equals happiness. Thanks a lot for writing in with the kind words and sparking a little rant here about technology. Much preach. Cheers to you and your dad. That's going to just about do her here for this episode of the podcast. On the next one, I have an interview with a good friend of mine who many of you will know from his music and possibly his own podcast. That will be coming sometime in the next handful of days here. So look forward to that. The next three episodes are all going to be pretty rapid fire. Got this one and then two more that are all going to be out within about a week. So prepare to be bombarded with riffs. If you made it this far, you're a champion of the universe. Thank you very much for your support and your attention. Don't forget to go to riffsordie.com to pick up some merch 
and go to patreon.com slash riffs or die to subscribe. Sign up at the $10 level or higher if you want to be a part of the Zoom Hangouts every month. And you get some fat discounts on riffsordie.com by signing up at Patreon. Like I said earlier, if you want to shoot me an email, send it to podcast at riffsordie.com. And make sure you go to the Riffs or Die YouTube channel. The speech that I gave at the Aloha Freedom Coalition will be up on YouTube so that you can more easily share it with your friends and family and spread that thing around. Remember, ignorance is our enemy. We need to spread good ideas whenever, wherever possible to maximize freedom, maximize liberty, and maximize people pursuing their own happiness. You'll be hearing from me again real soon, my friends. Try to leave the world a little nicer than the way you found it, and we're going to be all right. Take care, riffers. Talk soon. (laughs) 